What a great start. What a great start. Wow. Isn't that fun? It's a whole lot of fun, isn't it, Dunk? We're going to get into this in just for a second, but before we do that, I man, I just want to tell everybody, hello, welcome home. Welcome home. Isn't that awesome? I love it. I love it. You know, I'm looking out over you guys right now, and I just I love the fact of all the different age groups that are in the in this room. You're starting to get the fact that we love to live life intergenerationally. I don't know if that's a word, but it sounds good to me. I like it. It'd be a great one on Wheel of Fortune, wouldn't it? I like to buy a vow. I'm going to use up all the money I have to buy. I never understood buying vows. You know, come on. It's a waste of cash. Keep the cash. All right, I digress. But thanks for walking in the room on safe. There's a lot of folks that this is probably maybe the first time you've walked in here. And so let me just briefly tell you uh, who you're with. You know, it's called the refuge, but it's not the room that makes it safe. That's what refuge means. Safe place. And so we've been very intentional ever since God breathed life into this to help demonstrate the fact that it's people that make safe places. It's your heart when it connects with someone else that makes a safe place. And for the most of the world, of the body of Christ, quite honestly, they've been reluctant to share the heart, to connect. Because we found out that everyone was fine in most of the barns. <laughs> and we find out that they're not when you start peeling things away that life really is hard. And I just keep reading how hard it is in here and I'm going, it's okay to admit life's hard. That's why we keep going to this, the Word, to understand and to say, wow, me too, Paul. I've got this thorn, this ache, this pain that I wish, Lord, that you would just take away. I'm not only begging, I'm dying for you to take it away. And so when I start to release that with others, people go, man, me too. Me too. And we're finding that it doesn't shake our identity in Christ because our identity in Christ is set. And so why is this a safe place? It's because when you look around the people in here, if you ever stumble across them and your day's just not going that well, you're going to be able to share it with someone that's in here. Let me tell you all the places I've had church in just the past 48 hours. It's been on my pool deck. It was in my truck helping some folks move furniture. Had it last night at Blue Coast with some folks over a big old face burrito. And uh, having it right now. I'm having it wherever I go. Because when you step into a room, folks... You just turned it into a place of worship. And most of the time, it's going to be on a practice field. It's going to be in an office. It's going to be in a cubicle. It's going to be in a schoolroom. It's going to be in a hallway. It's going to be on a plane. It's going to be when you touch down in a country that you not ever thought you'd ever be in years ago, and you can't wait to get back. And it's the same Jesus that emptied that tomb to fill you up so you could go help fill others up that have kind of lost hope. I'm so stinking proud of you. Thankful to be in your midst. 
So I'm going to get you up here in a second and let you hug each other's neck and introduce yourself to fellow, and I wish I could say this word better, sojourners. Sojourners. <laughs> I love that word. And that means we're just living life together. All right, everybody up for a second. Hug a head. I love that word. Hug a head. don't know I'm there's like a teen-led nonprofit in this area called save sustaining a village every day and we work in a village in Haiti called Bukaran but so we do a lot of local events it's like all teenagers me and Spencer Beckman a lot of you know Allie Brent we're all in that group but we have a 5k August 1st to help raise money for our village and so if like 10 people from the refuge like wanted to run it and like make a team you can do it for cheaper so it's $25 if you pre-register but it's only $20 a person if there's like a refuge team. So if y'all want to do that and are interested, y'all can talk to me about it. Um, but if you register the day of, it's 35, 35. Um, but it's at the battlefield. It's like a really pretty course. It's all on the road. So and all the money that you pay goes straight to Bukharan, Haiti to help them. So thanks. Thank you. Where are you going? <laughs> Something else. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> love you, Bass. All right, who, who would love to pray? Who would, who would like to pray for us? Do it, Bruce. Not a baby. Let it rip. Holy Father, we thank you for just community, for worship, 
for fellowship in the Spirit. We thank you, Father, that every time we come in here, your presence is here. Mm. Your Spirit just covers us. Um, Lord, you carry us. And we are grateful for your power, your strength, your mercy, for all that, you, all that we've witnessed just in this year of people who have just been through so many changes. Their hearts have been opened. Wow, this is a powerful place, Father. We thank you that your power, your glory, your mercy, everything is just being shown through us. Yes. We, there's so many to pray for, Lord, and you know it just comes. And, and our hearts are filled with prayers for so many people. We can't enumerate them all, but you see them, you hear them, you see our text back and forth. <laughs> Every request, we lift all these up to you, Father, and know that you're so faithful, just like the song said. You're a mm -hmm. good, good father. Mm -hmm. You love us. You're so good to us. We just pray for our time of study. Open our hearts, Father. Help us to draw near to you, just constantly draw near to you, to lean on you, use you for our source of strength and power. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, count us in for a team. Bass, guys. Just shoot us an email and remind us that we did sign up for a team. So now we need, I'll be one, nine, we need nine more at least. So let's, let's flood it, okay? Let's absolutely flood it. All right, I want to bring you up to speed just a little bit on the past couple of weeks. We missed, we missed you guys last week. Um, I actually am taking a detour. <laughs> Thanks, Dunk. Dunk, raise your hand. Ah, love it. I'm sitting there dying, trying to find a sign, and I, I text, um, dunk here and he goes oh yeah you know i mean within the hour he has it and i'm going well i should i should have known that's why i texted so i was actually planning on starting to unpack i've never gone through proverbs just one through 31 as far as in a format of teaching and discussing and so but it kept coming on my mind to take to take this plan thing just one more week um and it's because of detours you know, that a lot of times in our life, you know, we reminded ourselves a few weeks ago that, that God does have these plans for us, right? And that we reminded ourselves that, that they're good, that they're to prosper us, that they, are, that they are well laid out plans. But a lot of times we just don't believe it. You know, we, we were unpacking that a little bit, but we were reminding ourselves that even in the midst of a week ago, that Psalm 43.3, it said, Send out your light and your truth. And so this would be us talking to God and we're just saying, Lord, would you just send out your light and your truth and, and let them guide me? Let them lead me to your holy mountain, to the place where you live. And if you, if you were with us, we reminded ourselves is that, and I want to hear you say it, where does God live? Where, where does He live right now? In me. Where does He live right now? So a lot of times whenever I read that, that verse where it said, man, to have faith the size of a mustard seed that would move a mountain. And I realized that I'm the mountain. <laughs> I realized, Father, if I'll just have faith the size of a mustard seed, if I'll just trust Your light, if I'll just trust Your truth, that I'll just get going. That I'll just move. What's my next step? And so we drew this illustration and we said, all right, we're going to pretend... I'm going to do this again. So there's where God's wanting you to go. It's His light. It's His truth. Right? And a lot of times we'll get so focused on that, it paralyzes us. Because, I don't know, there's some folks, they like details. That dude right there does. 
Man, praise God, he loves details. And so what happens is we get to looking at the light and we go, well, I, I think that's where God wants me to go. He's, he's the light. He wants me to go there. And then we start thinking it's moving around on us. And we were like cats following the light, right? And so we brought out this light and said, what if we just focused on the next step? That in looking for the light of God, that he's saying, look, Bibbo, I want you to head that way. And you can trust that this is the way to go. But the only thing I'm going to give you, and if the lights were down, that you would see that it would just illuminate this area around me. That that's all I'm going to give you. I just want you to take that step. And then after you take that step, Bibbo, now I want you to get the other one because you're still going towards me. I'm in this light, and I want you to go to that light because I'm in all of it. I am God. I am your Father. And you remember that one verse in the, at the end of it where it said in one translation, it says, I'm looking over you with a loving eye. And so that helped us determine our focus on who God is in our plans. Is that do you see God at times looking at you in, in a condemning eye? Or do you see Him looking at you with a loving eye? It makes all the difference in the world about the plans that you're taking, about the steps that you believe that He is blowing through you. <laughs> because at any time when your plan doesn't start looking like the way you think it is, we can get very close on saying, God's not for me. God just ain't digging me. And that's a lie. And so that's when we stop ourselves, right? So what about, let's look at this. In, in the last piece that we ended on a couple of weeks ago was Galatians 5.25. And it said, since we are living by the Spirit. Now where did we say God's living? In us. Alright, so the, the, the hymn within is the source of our next steps. It said, so since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. And we were daring enough to say, I'm not letting Him lead me in every part of my life. That's just the raw honesty of it. And so we started to dissect and say, what are those areas of our life that I just truly just don't even seek Him in it? That I'm just so out of rote, I just get up and I just start going about my day. And I never ask myself the question, Father, do you really want me to be about this anymore? Is this really where you want me to go? Is this really where you want me to work? Is this really how you want me to play? Is this really how you want me to have this conversation? Do you really want me to get on this plane? Father, what's my motive for doing all of this? Why am I following this light and this step? What's your motive? And so, I think part of the illustration that I want to give us, <laughs> you ever been on, how many of us have been on vacation, been road tripping? All, right, all hands ought to go up. You got here in a car. <laughs> Crap. Anybody bicycle over here? Even that. <laughs> right? So you've been on a trip. And so how many of us, when you go on that trip, that you start to see these signs that say, road construction five miles ahead. Start merging. Is anyone like me that doesn't merge? <laughs> you know the big signs and they go <laughs> yeah. 
and they're up there and they're flashing like crazy and they go, that, that pertains to all of them. This is Bibbo Lane here. I got the HOV Lane and I got Bibbo Lane and I'm staying in Bibbo Lane. And I'm hammering down in it. And so we start to see the signs and all of a sudden we, we see those orange and white barrels. A little more warning. Something's coming up. I need you to change. I want you to start altering your course. You know, a lot of us use the GPS ways. I love that one. You know, because you truly do have to trust it. It looks out over the horizon to see if there's oncoming traffic, and it starts to do this. And then all of a sudden, you see this sign. Detour. And isn't that where we go? Don't want to. Crap. And so our GPS system starts recalibrating, rerouting. Please take U-turn. And you're going, but Siri, I've been told to go this way. I, it's a detour. i got to go. So how many of us, when we're doing this, and we got this one going on, and we're following, and in those steps, something starts to change. God starts moving you. He starts putting orange and white barrels out in your path that you just knew you had plotted out five years ahead. Hey, Lord, this is what we're going to do. I got this five-year plan all figured out. Thanks a lot. I'll take it from here. And then God's got different ideas because He is God. <laughs> And he says, uh, Bivo, I got a sign out here for you. I want you to start going this way. How many of us in that, whenever you start getting your plans changed, how many of you like change? Not me. I think we do. I do. Why do we change clothes? Why do we change lanes? Why are we changing cell phone providers? <laughs> I would... Bah! <laughs> Did you hear that? Was I in control of this detour? No. So the old craps come. <laughs> Flip a dipper. I got to go on Highway 41. It'll take us 458 hours to get down there. Got my plan. It has changed, and I'm not in control of it. And so one of the first questions to ask is, why were you ever in control of it? When do we release it? That's a big one for me, gang, because I love to be in control of things. I didn't really realize that until Pop came on board and started helping me with this little thing called Bivo. And I went, flip, and I even shared this with him. I just went, crap, man, I didn't realize I've got control issues. Because it's like I told him, I said, I've spent 13 years building this car called Bivo, and, and all of a sudden I'm tossing you the keys to it. And I want you to drive it. I need you to drive it because I'm drowning here. And he starts to drive it and he starts getting real close to them orange and white barrels. Too close. Dangerously close. <laughs> Nipping one of them. And I got to let him nip them. I got to release it so he'll learn how to come up and out of it. What is God teaching us in this step that has altered a bit? What is the detour? I want, us to, uh, I want us to flip over here just for a second. Take a look at John 16. 
flip over to John 16, 33. And as you get there, one of the other things that is starting to roar just a little bit is that when Deb and I said, hey, we're going to do this thing called refuge. And so then our next step was just to start meeting. And that's what we've been doing. And we've been meeting predominantly on Saturdays for four years, right? Then through the course of it, we kept started having these conversations. What if? What about a Sunday? And my bride comes out of there and with this phrase, summer Sundays at Refuge. It just sounded good. It really did. It just sounded good. Our plan changed. We were at peace with it. Knowing that it would affect some people. But we were at peace with the planner, not the plan. You got to get that. So in my daily plan, as I'm setting my course, am I at peace with the planner or the plan? Who do I have more peace with? Do I need the plan to go the way I need it to? Or am I just full out bore, full confidence in the planner that I don't care where this takes me? <coughs> you know, look at this just for a second. I'm going I'm to cover this up. I'm going to go ahead and do this. Tour. I covered up the D and E. Y'all can't see it. What if? Look at John 16.33 just for a second. This is Jesus. He says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in Me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart because I have overcome the world. Look what He says right in the middle there. Now this is Jesus right before He's placing Himself on the cross. This is Jesus right before He's placing Himself on the cross and then going to come blasting out of a tomb three days later. This is Jesus who is about to go subject himself to one of the most gruesome beatings ever. I think he understood trials and sorrows. And he's just saying, you will have many trials and sorrows. Gang, if anyone ever told you that following Jesus was going to take all that away, they gave you the wrong Jesus. He's the source. Remember, where does Jesus live? Where does, where does God live? In me. He's the one that talk, walks us through the trial and sorrow. And so Jesus is saying, look, He said, but take heart, gang, because I have overcome the world. And this is before He comes out of the tomb. And so the guys, when He comes out of the tomb, He's going, I can have peace in my trial. And when my plan changes, when my detour really turns into a tour, you know what a tour means? I'm going to tell you. It's a journey. It's a journey of going to different several places. And one of the dictionaries that I looked at had these two words in it. With joy. For pleasure. I mean, I mean wouldn't it be cool if, we all, if they said, Hey, hey uh, y'all want to go on a world tour? You, you want to go on a world tour? That's what we're on. It's just our world right now is in Rutherford County. It's in Murfreesboro. It's in your home. It's in your school. It's wherever you go, you're on this. A tour. 
And Jesus says, take heart because I have given you peace. Here's what that word means. You've got to drink this in. Peace means the tranquil... I had to look that up just to make sure I knew what it meant. Tranquil means free from disturbance. Guess where most of the disturbance comes from when this next step doesn't go exactly like I want it to? It's me. I get very disturbed. Hang around with me. You'll see me get pegged out. Because that ain't going just the way Bivo's got it set up in his mind. And God's going, Bivo, I got it. I'm the planner. <laughs> Have peace in me, Bivo. It means you're free from disturbance. A state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ. It doesn't say anything about what you're doing. What you're doing is a result of your soul being assured of your salvation in Christ. And get this, thus fearing nothing from God. So when I'm not fearful of God, but when I'm in this awe of wonder of Him, that I know that He made me on purpose, that I absolutely know that the plans that He has for me are just to prosper me, to take care of me, but along the way on this tour right here, it's going to get nuts. That I don't go, oh Lord, what did I do? Come on, Father, you want me to give more? You want me to go over here more? And he's going, just trust me, Bivo. I got this. There's someone along the way that needs what you have. Better yet, there's someone along the way that they have what you need. I'm going to use them to feed you. And it just goes back and forth. Back and forth. Back and forth. Hence, creating the safe place. That doesn't happen until your drawbridge to your heart is completely down all the time on this, on your tour. So your tours, as soon as we hang out here tonight, guess where our next stop is for those that go? It's at the early house. We got full access. <laughs> Crazy cool. Are you at peace with the plan or the planner? So as we start to wrap it up, I don't, I don't really know, gang. I, I mean, I, you don't have to hang out with me long to know that I'm not afraid of these words. I don't know. I'm not fearful of those words. I'm not supposed to know everything. It's what makes the body the body. So I don't know how this crazy collision of free will and God's sovereignty comes <clears throat> clashing together in this step when I'm lighting my next step, when I'm taking the very next step that I know with everything in me that my motive is pure in this, Father, I'm following you with everything I believe that I know how, and I just want to, I just want to keep chasing you. So I'm going to trust the next step, and I'm going to release the fact that this may not look exactly the way that I want it to look, but guess who knows us better than we know ourselves? The planner. The planner does. So doesn't that just almost make you want to go, <sighs> doesn't it kind of wash a piece over you that you can release having to know? And that you can say, I'm just not real sure, 
but I do know I am sure of Him. So let's wrap it up. I think one of the main reasons God gets us away from them orange and white barrels a lot of times is that they look too much like UT colors. (laughs) (laughs) I love true blue, (laughs) y'all. We're going to end on this. Romans 15, 13. Romans 15, 13 says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. You're the mountain. You're the mountain that He lives in. He's moving you when you let Him. So to wrap all this up, what does it finally mean? I believe that what it finally means is that trusting the peace that God is providing in the tour game and that you trust when the detour changes and pops up for us to enjoy that part of it. Trust Him. Trust the planner. Have peace with the planner. And then that peace washes over us. And as it does so, it, it happens when you allow yourself to say, I'm not at peace. Don't fake it. Don't fake it. Okay? Father, thank You for this time. Lord, I thank You for a people that get it, that are sitting in here. So Lord, we're just going to this next step is it's always an open uh, table. And what we mean by that is that when this cup and juice, the juice comes out with the bread, that means that anyone that has said yes to Jesus is invited to participate in this unity of Christ that we're showing the world that we are. That, Father, we're not drawing lines on anything except knowing the fact that we trust the planner of You, God, through Jesus Christ. And our yes to You solidifies our relationship with You. And so, Father, we're going to trust the tour. We're going to trust the tour guide. And we're going to trust the You within us to take us through steps a lot of times we just don't want to. So, Lord, we love You. We thank You for this moment. and. We'll just continue to celebrate this love feast in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.